Hey everyone, uh, we are not recording our real episode until next week as planned, but some uh, something happened uh, a week ago, uh, a week from, a week, I'm sorry, not this past Saturday, but a week, uh, a week from the last Saturday, a week from the last Saturday, thank you Jay, there you go. Um, okay. something that happened then that Jay and I both felt really affected by, and we didn't really want to wait until we record the next episode to talk about it, so we're going to go ahead and insert this brief mention of this before we come back for our uh, next real episode next week. Uh, and so what happened was uh, on July 20th, Jeff In Control Robinson, a very well-known member of the StarCraft community, passed away uh, suddenly and unexpectedly at the age of 33. He had a pulmonary embolism, which just kind of just got him. And he, it, it, like no, well, very little warning and it just, everything happened too fast and it just kind of, there's nothing that they could do, apparently. Uh, Jeff was, so if you don't know who, uh, Jeff was, uh, as I said, he was more popularly known as In Control. He was a pro uh, StarCraft 2 player, or a pro StarCraft player, Yeah, going back to the days of the original StarCraft Brood War. And then when StarCraft 2 came out, he moved on to play that game uh, professionally, as most, as most but not all uh, StarCraft pros did. Uh, primarily, it was, I guess, the, a lot of Koreans who stuck with the original for a while. But um, so, so Jeff was a StarCraft player. He... Um, what he was most famous for in the StarCraft community, really, was was not his playing, uh, it was his casting, and him sort of being just a huge personality in general. So he had really, really, really good and deep insight into the game, um, which al- that, that allowed him to be a great caster of the game. But what also kind of made him, what, what really made him special, I think, was his humor, his wit, his ability to come off to, to to come across as genuine at the same time, like he was just like honest, like Jeff was just a funny ass motherfucker. Like he was so fun to listen to, like the, one of the few people that you can just like watch and like crack up laughing just looking, just watching your computer screen. Uh, this is whether he was casting matches or doing a podcast or taking part in any of like the dozens of things he seemed to be involved in at any given time, but. I, I, what I can't stress enough is just how genuine he always felt to a level that people felt that they really got to know him. He just came across as a super nice guy, and he was a super nice guy, as we'll talk about in a second, I think. But uh, he came across as very fun to be around, and everyone, anyone who ever met him in person knew that this was 100% true. Uh, to, I guess, to people who haven't really played or watched you know, pro Starcraft two or star or Starcraft. It probably sounds weird to say he felt genuine. It seems like you got to know him, but over the past week or so, Jay, I'm sure you've been reading this too. Everything I keep seeing people say is, wow, I can't believe, wow, this really hits me personally harder than I would have expected. Jeff was always so fun to watch. I felt like I really knew him. That, that kind of seems to be the unanimous yeah, way that everybody feels. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I can say personally, I mean, knowing I knew Jeff a decent amount when you and I were working for EG and, and everything that people are saying is, is completely accurate. Jeff was a very genuine person. He was very candid with people, which it, it added to his level of humor. I mean, you were kind of talking about his level of casting. One of the greatest things that I appreciate about Jeff is he was very candid, especially early on in StarCraft 2 when the scene was very conservative, I want to say. He was OK to kind of push that boundary. He was OK right. with saying this is a bad player. Like if there was a, a B tier player playing against an S plus player, he wouldn't be like, "This is going to go to game three. It's going to be close games." He'd be like, <laughs> right. He's going to bully him. He's, he, he would he would come up with some sort of quip or something really witty and just drive it home. And it's just and not in a mean he, way, you yeah, know, like it just, just genuine, way, just like honest, like you know, this guy doesn't really stand much of a chance because 
I, you know, he, he was kind of at the same level of some of those people. He was a uh, he was a pro player, but he was kind yeah. of like once in in StarCraft Brood War. I didn't watch the game back then, but I believe he was pretty good back then. Yes, he was. Um, he, I, I believe he was considered to be at a much higher level during Brood War than than in StarCraft Two. He did. I mean, he did place in some tournaments along the way through StarCraft Two, and obviously he was a he was a pivotal component to the success that StarCraft had. StarCraft Two, that is. He was very big in a lot of the early tournament scenes. Um, he did a lot of the commentating, which we've kind of talked about. But in the early days of you're not making money for it, it was it was just his passion. And I mean, the, the craziest thing for me is when you watch Jeff with the the most notable commentators from StarCraft, when it's Tasteless and Artosis and Day9. If it's any combination of them with him, it is the most enjoyable casting experience I've ever had. For anybody oh, yeah. who enjoys and doesn't enjoy watching StarCraft, you could watch the four of them cook macaroni and cheese and it would be the most entertaining <laughs> thing in the world. And and it's like Jeff is just there. And it's just like the entire time he's just making you laugh. And it's like every time you think it's going to stop, he just hits you again. <laughs> he comes up with something else. Yeah. It's just um, – I, I wanted to mention too. So I found – so when they did the Brood War re-release uh, – Last year, I want to say, I think it was around Christmas time, they did a special live stream where they had like a 12 or 14-man tournament with a bunch of old StarCraft II pros and Brood War pros, and it was commentated by Day9, Tasteless, Jeff, and um, Artosis, which is like the four best commentators, and it is like a six or seven hour across two-day event. I watched the entire thing, and I was dying. It was, it was just as enjoyable between the matches as it was during the matches. And Jeff competed, too, which he actually did pretty damn well. I think he, I think oh, he got, he? like, top four. Yeah, he actually did pretty damn well because he played Zerg in Brood War. He didn't play – he played Protoss in, in StarCraft Two. That's right, yeah. Uh, so he went back to playing Zerg, and he actually did pretty damn well. But just in between games, just the shit that comes out of that guy's mouth was so funny. <laughs> I, was, I was outwardly – vocally laughing at work because i'm watching this at my desk and people are like what the fuck are you watching i'm like uh -huh. i can't even explain it like i cannot explain what's going on right now but it's just yeah yeah so you kind of you meant you kind of touched on this but if, you, if you've listened to the podcast for a while you've probably heard jay and i mentioned that we used to work for uh team evil geniuses yeah. which is it well well it is an esports team they don't have a starcraft team anymore but jeff was one of the players on that team so this was during like the heyday of starcraft 2 when it was the biggest esport in the world i think he was the captain too wasn't he i'm pretty uh, sure yeah yeah he, that's too. right he was you're right he was the team captain i believe um and and evil genius's team was one of the i guess probably two or three highest profile teams in the world as, as far as starcraft yeah. 2 goes and as you said, In Control was uh, was a member of the team, and he was, I th we think, the captain, if we remember correctly. Uh, and so, you and I didn't have a ton of interaction with, you know, him or any of the other players. We had some, and you had, I, I think, more than I did. We what Jeff, what Jay and I did was we wrote articles for the team's website. Uh, so you know, it was like, oh, here's how we did at this tournament over the weekend. Um, you know, we kind of had like the, the writers kind of had our own Skype chat that we hung out in and like the players kind of didn't really, you know, get involved in that. That's, I, I want to, I'm not, I'm, I want to make it, I want to not make it sound like, oh yeah, Jeff was our best friend. We talked to him every yeah. day. No, it wasn't anything like that. But what I can say, and I, I'll let you touch on this a little bit more in a second, is that we did have some interaction with him, um, particularly like. So a lot of times if there was a big tournament coming up, they'd say, all right, we need somebody to interview, you know, you know, we, we need a couple of y'all to interview a couple of the players to kind of get people hyped for the tournament that's coming up this weekend. Just about every single player besides Jeff treated this as a chore. Uh, some of them basically refused to do it. 
Others or would, give you one word answers. Exactly. Others would do it, but make it maybe difficult to get in touch or give you one word answers. And like, you know, you're doing this on Skype. So they might wait like 15 minutes in between questions before they gave you that one word answer. And like, or some of them, you know, would do okay, but it, you know, didn't really have much, didn't really feel like they were giving much thought into it. Jeff was always, he, he wasn't hard to get in touch with. He was happy to do it. He gave you good answers. He was nice about the whole thing. It was just, he was just such a nice guy to work with. Um, so for me personally, I only met him in person one time. In fact, Jeff was the very first person that I inter- that I ever interviewed on the team. The first week that I was on <laughs> Evil Geniuses, uh, they wanted an interview with him. And Lucas, who was the, kind of the, in charge of us, the guy in charge of all the writers, he was like, Robert, why don't you interview Jeff? And I was like, okay, sure. And, uh, you know, me being completely new, Jeff just was as kind as he would be to anybody to me. Um, I met him at one MLG... I just said, hey, thanks. Uh, you know, I was like, hey, I'm I'm Robert. I'm the guy who uh, who interviewed you. Uh, you know, the other day. Thanks for giving me good answers. You always uh, give me really good stuff. And he he kind of said like he was like, oh yeah, no problem. Like you know, it was like it was as if it never crossed his mind to try to skimp out on the interview. He's like, yeah, well, you yeah. know, almost like why are you thanking me? I'm happy to do it. Yeah, but, you're so, helping to market me, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But you, on the other hand, I know you did have more interaction with him. You lived yeah. right down the street from them, uh, and. You kind of you actually took care of the house on some occasions, right? How, can you talk? Yeah, about- there's a couple of things. So yeah, I did have an opportunity to work at the house for like several months at a time. Um, I had decent amount of interactions with a lot of the players, um, but most of my the interactions I had with Jeff was I went to a decent amount of events for a while, and I got to spend a good amount of time with him. And there was one event in particular we were working at a booth for Kingston, I want to say, and. Uh, it was actually the first time I ever got to commentate. We were we were at this booth and they were doing like this. It was players versus pro, or it was it was like scrubs versus pros or something like that. And basically, <laughs> people got to challenge Jeff. And essentially, it was either Jeff and I think the other person they could challenge was was Greg. And so essentially, whenever Jeff was playing, I would get to commentate. And so I would get to commentate the games, which were an absolute slaughter. I mean, it was, you know, obviously a, a pro versus a, a, a random person. There was a couple of people that, you know, did pretty well. But my interactions with Jeff were just, it really hits home on the, the sorry to keep repeating, but the, the genuineness and the candidates, how candid he was with everything. I mean, he was very direct with you. And what was great about it, too, is this is I was trying to, you know, become a professional commentator. He gave me some really good feedback. And it was, it was early on. When, it was like one of the first events I'd ever done. Um, and you know, it was on the fly, right? It was like one of those things where you're basically you're sitting there, you're talking with them and I'm, I'm going through his games. He gave me some really, really good tips and, and just some suggestions and stuff. And I, I don't think you harped on it enough. I mean, Jeff was, Jeff was probably the best Starcraft two commentator just from a, the high level insight that he could provide in a game while still being extremely entertaining. Yep. It was just, it's just incredible when you hear it. It's, it's, it's gotta be so difficult to, to be, competing against something like that because it's like when the game's building up starcraft is generally a pretty slow building game uh the begin the early stages the first 10 15 minutes are pretty neutral they're pretty normal for the most part and then the game starts to pick up and it was like for those first 10 15 minutes those were just as exciting as the crazy battles and and, and crazy macro purely just on the insight and the random shit that he would talk about and it was just <laughs> it was unbelievably entertaining and I appreciate it so much. There are a lot of events that I purely watch because of who's commentating. And he was always one that I was very excited about. Even if the players, like I could turn on and be like, it's a bunch of C players I've never even heard of, but it's like, okay, Jeff's casting. I'll, I'll listen to this. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, couple other things besides Starcraft. So he was also a, a 
Big member of the uh, tabletop Warhammer 40k yes. scene. I'm glad you pulled it up. Yeah, uh, and apparently, and I, I don't know much about this, but apparently his Warhammer collection is like considered one of the great, like one of the greatest Warhammer 40k collections there is. I didn't um, know that. He, he posted about it a lot on social media. Okay, that's the reason I know about it. Um, I remember he, he used to try to get the other the other team members into it. Like a lot of them weren't weren't, weren't really interested. Oh, in it. really? It's kind of an ongoing thing. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about more, more recently. I, I, he, oh, he's yeah. Oh, sorry, I was talking about recently and oh, okay. back then. Sorry, no, I was talking about more recently. I've seen him post. He posts pictures at like tournaments and events that he was competing in for the Warhammer tabletop and like some of the stuff he's built. It's super cool. I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but it was just, it's, it's always nice to see people transition from something to something else they really enjoy and I guess make a living doing it. I mean, I think he also did that in addition to the contract work he was doing, like commentating and stuff. Right. But it's always nice when players are able to transition successfully because a lot of players, it's like they do one thing and then you never hear about them again. So yeah. it was nice that he was able to to find success. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he did that. He was also a power lifter. He, yeah, uh, that's right. He has crazy stories about there's this one. I guess this is going back to StarCraft, but there's one story. I hadn't even heard this until the other day when people were posting, you know, all their favorite in-control moments. There's yeah. one story about... Some guy, and I think it was Abu Dhabi, paid him $10,000 to come, like, teach him and his friends, like, give give him and his friends StarCraft lessons. <laughs> he turned out to be a prince. <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, like, like I said, honestly, in StarCraft 2, his pro record really was not that great, but it was his mm-hmm. insight into the game, his ability to analyze games on the fly while casting, and as you said, while also remaining absolutely fucking hilarious at the same time. Uh, it was his personality in general that that sort of elevated him to being such a beloved member of the Starcraft community. Yeah. Um, so, he, so Jeff loved bulldogs. That's and, right. Uh, his favorite charity was the Southern California bulldog rescue. So if you're somebody who followed Starcraft at all, or knew of Jeff or, or want to do something in his memory, his family has asked that uh, if you want to honor him, you can send donations there. Uh, that's the Southern Cal- California bulldog rescue. Actually, do you re- I remember when he, when he got his bulldog, do you know what his dog's name was? Yes, it was <laughs> Barristan the Bold in all caps. Yeah. Do you know what that's you know what that's from, right? No. Oh, it's from Game of Thrones. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, who's, the Bold. who's who was who was I don't want to say I mean okay, for, all right, all right. it's a character in the in the story. For anybody who knows who Barristan is, uh Barristan Selmy, amazing, amazing character, one of the most badass characters in Game of Thrones. Barristan the I have to no. He comes in like fifth afterwards. season, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's in his obituary, they actually uh, spelled out his dog's name, Barrished in the Bold, in all caps. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Like, yeah, that was great. I thought that was awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, so, like I said, you can do that if, if you want to donate. Um, That's just about all I've got. Um, Jay, any, is there anything else you, you want to add? No, I, th- I think we kind of hit everything. I don't want to, you know harp on specific things too much no, but no. it's a uh, it's it's been a i mean you and i both i think hit us both pretty heavily this has been yeah I, like I, we kind of talked about oh sorry no i was i damn near cried when i heard about it yeah it's it's really weird because normally when we, we kind of talked about this before we turned on the recording it's like usually when celebrities die it's like oh that sucks like you know it, it sucks and there's certain ones that are like ow that you know that that's pretty serious but it's it's weird when you you've known somebody or you've known and not, I don't want to say close, but as close as we have been virtually with, with this person, how long we've been following him. It's, it was, it was pretty devastating. And it, it's, it's really sad because, you know, obviously we, there's so much footage of him online. You can watch, you know, all the stuff, but the saddest thing for me is there's nothing new that's going to come out. 
Mm-hmm. And with, with the stuff that came out last year that he's done in the last couple months that I've seen him do commentating and, and hosting events, it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. My, my gut reaction rough. was like, when I, when I heard about this, my gut reaction was just like, holy shit. Like, no, 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 no. This, he's supposed to be hanging around and just entertaining yeah. us forever. Um, I didn't believe it. My friend told me and I was like, wait, who? And then he said the name again. I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, no, I'm serious. And he sent me a link. I was like, What? Yeah. So if, if you're not if if you're not familiar with Jeff, I highly recommend just googling like in control highlights or something like that. because yeah. uh, he was just so massively entertaining. Uh you're really missing out if you if you haven't watched him or listened to him cast or listen to even just like him host a show or take part in a part in a podcast. He used to be on tons of different Starcraft. Yeah, podcasts. he's been on a couple different podcasts. So um I guess uh, if you don't have anything else, Jay, I will leave us with uh, the words of Sean Plot. So Sean Plot is otherwise known as Day Nine in uh, in, in StarCraft and in, in other gaming communities as well. He was another extremely high-profile member of the community, and he, he had been personal friends with Jeff, you know, starting all the way back at StarCraft uh, Brood War. Um, shortly after, I guess it was a day or two after uh, Jeff passed, uh, Sean uh, Day Nine did a two or three-hour Twitch stream. Just kind of just to reminisce and just talk about how much he misses him. And so for it was kind of for people like me who kind of like felt like they knew Jeff without really, you know, actually spending time with him. This was kind of a really cathartic theme thing to watch and sort mm. of help to bring some some closure to it for me. But to, I'll, I'll just end with with the way Sean ended his stream, which was he said just simply Jeff was an absolute force of nature. He was hilarious. He was a good man. Dude, I, I don't think I could watch that. That would be a little too much for me. It's a little rough, yeah. But yeah. um, I guess that's all we got for you guys this time. Um, go check out some of his stuff, like I said, if you haven't heard of him. And yep. uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to this, and we'll be back uh, next week.